the Open Paddock Rallycast, presented by Oz Rally Pro. This is episode 84 for Friday, July 17th, 2020. Rallying is back with the Southern Ohio Forest Rally, and we put together a quick and dirty preview with event chairman Jeremiah Johnson and American Rally Association Marketing and Media Director Jeremy Meyer. This is Open Paddock, the Rallycast. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and I almost can't believe I'm saying this, but it's Rally Week! Yay! Finally! I'm super stoked about this one with all the great competition and stories that we're going to see come out this weekend. Uh, I was almost going to fly out, actually, to Southern Ohio last minute, but uh, I was already scheduled to deploy a new server this weekend with the day job. That said, like many of you, I'll be following it remotely, so uh, we'll have to keep tabs of what's going on, so make sure you follow us. We'll be posting as much stuff as we can, but of course, uh, we've got Southern Ohio and ARA has all their social media channels for following. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk with our two guests right after this. Go. Five right short over crest into second small crest 40, full F plus nips. Hi, this is Alex and Rihanna Gelsomino from Oz Rally Pro, Advanced Rally Training. Are you new to rally or have you been rallying many years? No matter what your experience, we can progress you further. Our classes are team training, driver pace note training or co-driver training that are tailored to each individual or team. Email osrallypro at gmail.com for further details. Well, hello, and we're back. And as I said in our intro, I have Jeremiah Johnson with us, the chairman of the Southern Ohio Forest Rally that's running this weekend. Jeremiah, first of all, how are you de- doing? Are you getting excited, man? I'm a little bit of both, Mike, to be honest with you. I'm excited and a little nervous at the same time. Well, I, I, I have to say, I'm just so excited. I've seen some other racing, you know, starting to get on uh, get on the TVs and whatnot. With um, I'm a huge IndyCar fan as well. And to see rallying finally coming back, I'm just like itching <laughs> to see this stuff. And finally, we have an event coming up. Uh, you know, I, I got to know, how are the roads looking, man? The roads uh, are looking really good. I'm, I'm extremely excited about the, the it's over 16-mile stage. Um, I mean, as you know, we had to change up the format and things a little bit due to everything going on. But um, uh, it, it's... It's crazy. People, when, when the drivers are done and the co-drivers, they're going to know that they, they raced the stage. It's going to be great. So, obviously, yeah, you did have to change things up uh, quite a bit. But, you know, I guess, how difficult was it to adapt so quickly, actually? Because, you know, things were happening nationwide pretty quickly at the very onset of this stuff around, you know, uh, uh, early, well, late February into March and I know how long it takes to plan an event. Your event was supposed to run, what, in early June, uh, and now it's like delay, delay, but at the same time, you're having to revamp things. Yeah, it was, um, you know, we kind of put planning on hold. We had some, you know, we we continued to kind of have our meetings like it was going to happen. We were trying to be optimistic about it, knowing that, you know, at any day, you know, the governor could shut things down and, um the forestry department was great to work with because they kind of held things and said, let's, you know, just see how things go. We're not going to cancel it yet. Let's just wait. And, uh, you know, we had to end up resubmitting that, uh, all of our road permits at the last minute, which typically takes time as, as you know, as an organizer, some of that stuff takes a while. Um, and they, they rushed it through, uh, their department. It went all, uh, 
it went to the top. We'll just say that, like to get approval, um, you know, and but with all the restrictions, they only felt comfortable giving us a single day, single forest. Uh, so then we went back to Justin Pritchard, our clerk, of course, and, you know, said, hey, man, this is what we got. What can you make happen? And I'll be honest, I don't know how he I don't know how he does it. Uh, I, I would be awful at that job, but he did a fantastic job. He pulled 85 miles out of uh, a single forest and made it in a you know a format where I think everybody's going to be happy. I know it's not the you know the 120 plus miles um, that we want, uh, but uh, we were able to get you know I think uh, a really good layout um, with what we have and and kind of pay tribute to to the old sunriser days, right? I mean we're running clear in two three in the morning um, and. I, other than snowdrift, there's really not a night event uh, on the series right now. So we're excited for that, too. Um, you know, like I said, I mean, working with all the different departments to make it happen was a lot of work. There was lots of meetings, lots of missed work uh, for my day job to go, you know, sweet talk everybody and make them feel comfortable with what we could do. Um, you know, I, I kind of get off topic there, but we worked with ARA to come up with a really good, what I think is a really good format for, um, you know, keeping everybody safe and, and as, as we can, you know, there's always a risk. Yeah, there's always a risk. I'm heck, going to the grocery store is a risk right now, you know, and, uh, but I guess, I guess that's what I want to know is, I guess, what steps are you putting in place to try and prevent the spread of coronavirus for uh, an event like this? So one of the biggest things, which um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, negative pushback on, is as we're pushing those spectators. I mean, we're not, you know, we understand that people kind of know where things are, and and if you're out in the woods, kind of hiding along, that's not really a concern. But some of the some of the areas that that we typically have a lot of people, service park exposés, the main spectator spots, there's just too many people that would be in a group. And so we had to cut all that out. So there's no park exposés. Um, service is limited to crews and volunteers, limited volunteers. Uh, you know, no spectating out in the forest or no official spectating that we're going to, you know, we're going to keep an eye out. We have law enforcement just to make sure everything stays, you know, kosher. And, and um, um, one of the, one of the biggest changes uh, th that actually, to be honest with you, may be a new future thing for events is the way that we're doing registration. Now, I personally really like registration because everybody gets together. We get to we get to congregate. We get to talk about the last event. We get to talk about car builds and all that. And I like that. I really enjoy the, the last camaraderie year we the did it at a bar at, in Portland. So, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's great. And it works out really well. People, you know, love it. You end up it takes longer than it should uh, because of that reason. However, uh, what we're doing this year with working with um, ARA and and uh, Kevin Miller uh, had lots of meetings with uh, IndyCar um, and NASCAR, and they came up with a overall safety plan that they felt was good for track, you know, for track spectating. And so we ended up taking that and basically kind of trying to revamp it as much as we could to fit stage rally. And uh, when we presented that to the forestry, they said, Yep, you guys, you guys are, you know, you have your, your, you got the goal there. Like, you know, we know what you're going to do. You're going to try to keep everybody distant and everything. So when people come in, um, it'll be a drive-through process. So they drive through. We scan a QR code where you pre-registered. 
Uh, we scan your code. It brings up your name, uh, everything. We hand you um, a prepackaged, uh, you know, uh, bag of everything with all of your, uh, you know, your wristbands and and your uh, anything that couldn't be emailed, uh, like the um, uh, the 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 route book, things like that. And same thing with the volunteers. We're doing the same exact process for them. Uh, there's a COVID check uh, that went out, you know, you self self assessment questionnaire. Um, excuse me. And, um, you know, when when they come in, they go through cars will go into the service uh, and on Friday they're going to be basically impounded through the event. So once your once your car is in service uh, for tech, like it doesn't leave. Uh, and that way we can kind of police the the way that people are coming in and out. Um, and I, overall, I think it's it's going to be a much quicker process if I'm being really honest with you. Again, I like the old way, but this might be a, a way to speed up the process. Yeah, especially, you know, I think, you know, when you have people that are traveling to, you know, fr from long distances and they can't, you know, always for work reasons with their day jobs, especially the regional guys, you know, they sometimes can't be there for that day before registration thing. It might be the morning of or, uh, you know, the, or the day of recce instead of the day before, right? Or something like that. And to have a quick, easy way of registering, that's pretty spectacular. I like it. Yeah. And with, and it's funny that you brought that up because I, I'm not going to mention name because I don't, uh, he didn't. I don't know if it's public or not, but his wife is expecting twins like today or tomorrow. Yes, so, she is. <laughs> I know exactly who uh, you oh, mean. So you, okay. So, <laughs> so I, I don't want to, yeah, I didn't want to blast that out there, but uh, he said, you know, you know, do you think I'll have still time if I, if I'm able to get there by Saturday morning? I'm like, absolutely. I mean, if it was me, the format, uh, you can run multi-pass recce two days. So uh, it's not just two pass, it's multi-pass. So if you can, if you can run it, three times each day, you can run it six times. If you could, you know, I, I would be extremely slow writing my own notes. I'll be really honest with you, but, uh, you know, some of these guys are really good at it. And, you know, one of the things, uh, while we're, you know, kind of got off on, on the, uh, the notes there, um, we wanted to do Jimba notes, right? Um, cause I, I, I really believe in them. I think they're a really good safety backup, even if you do write your own notes. However, uh, they are fairly costly to the event, and with with um, <laughs> with the way that the governor was shutting things back down, it was a really big concern that if we shut down, what we were going to do um, with printing and all that stuff. So uh, we reached out to a handful of competitors, and you know, on the top side and the middle, and uh, you know, pretty much everywhere in between, and said, "What do you guys think if we do?" Um, you know, write your own notes. And, and they all loved it. Even some of the guys that are new, they said, this is going to be a great experience. And so it was, uh, it worked out really well. So, so the, you know, obviously you're compressed into a single day event. Um, but so is recce on Friday then, and then the event on Saturday, is that how that's working? Yep. So Thursday night is uh recce registration. So competitors will stop in get their books again, it's it's a drive through process. Contactless, um, all that, yeah. Yep. We'll we'll um you know, throw the book at you. Uh <laughs> you know, one of the one of the expenses that we've never had before is I I literally bought um <laughs> I was like, Hey guys, we need to get hand sanitizers like let's so we got five hundred bottles of hand sanitizer. <laughs> uh, and you know, awesome. they have our logo on them and stuff and then, you know, we got like five hundred masks for people that, you know, um 
you know, if we if we are in a congregating position where it, it's kind of inevitable, uh, we're you know we're enforcing the masks um, and uh, some of the other um, safety things that we we put into place was we we got a whole bunch of uh, uh, hand wash stations kind of to set up around service just to try to be as safe as possible. I'm just thinking how nice that'll be in the future, though. I mean, hand wash stations yeah. are pretty darn useful, I must say. Absolutely. <laughs> It's like always when you need one, there's never one around. But so you're doing that. You got the hand wash stations. You got the san- hand sanitizer. Uh, There's kind of a little bit of an idea of something like this that happened up in the in the UP under a different sanctioning body, of course. But they did a rally and uh, they did everything where the co-driver actually wrote down their own times and uh, you know then they were shown what the time was from a, like a, a at the stop control from a whiteboard or whatever. How is it that your event is going to handle you know uh, doing stage times? We have um, so we'll we'll be doing the trackers, um, you know, the in-car tracking, um, which will be kind of the uh, official time. And then we're also going to do a we're still going to do time cards, but we're going to leave leave them in the car with the drivers and do um, whiteboards as well. So kind of that way you have so, the backup. You'll still have a log sheet. So there'll probably still be, yeah, exactly. be somebody at the same, flying same finish thing. logging what the time was as a backup Absolutely. if you need to verify with logs and things like that. Yeah, the the goal was at the end of the event, um, you know, essentially you the co-drivers will just, you know, just put them in a uh, Tupperware, so to speak, box. Um, and then they can sit for, you know, historical record as we need them for inquiries and things like that. And then they can be handled with care uh, should they need to be sorted through. And you can limit who's dealing with that, where as before you have every co-driver, every volunteer at the finishes and you're back and forth. And, um, you know, it just, at this point in time, it's, it's, you know, uh, probably not the best idea to do that. Yeah, for sure. You know, earlier you were mentioning about how, um, you know, how you came up with, uh, you know, th- this great kind of layout for such a limited one day event, but it seems like people aren't complaining too much because, uh, last I saw there was 64 people entered and a lot of an amazing talent out there. So, uh, I don't think people are complaining. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you we can't make everybody happy. I wish we could, um, you know, cause it is, it's, it is a little frustrating when people, you know, uh, kind of, be negative about it but you know it's it is what it is and and you know i i could not be prouder of our team i mean it was we had meetings where we said is it worth it you know do we even want to do we even want to try like you know we could just take the easy road and say hey covid you know we're you know we're just not even going to try because of how much i mean it's 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 been a lot more than a normal year i'll i'll be honest like i if every year was like this it would it would burn somebody <laughs> out a lot but really quick but yeah i mean we're extremely uh pumped with the turnout i mean i i'm not sure um how familiar you are with the entry list but uh i mean we have uh i have to i apologize i can't remember but we got a ton of local guys which always makes me super happy we have um, Adam Brock built a new car, local guy. Um, my brother, uh, Matt McGee, he, he built a car just for this. I mean, he's, he's ran our zero car, uh, for the uh, double zero car for the last three years. And he's like, Hey man, I got to do it. I got the, nice. I got the itch and I got to do it. So, um, you know, we have a handful of uh, co-drivers that are local as well. And then you have everything, you know, we, as, as uh, 
you know, here in Southern Ohio, we've not had the Subaru Rally team. Um, they're here, obviously. You know, we got Ken Block, you got Barry McKenna. Uh, I'm guessing you've seen this, but uh, it kind of went under the radar. But he switched his car uh, a couple about three or four days ago to a 2020 uh, Skoda. So yeah, really... so I was wondering how he got that over here. So that's pretty fascinating. A Skoda is Skoda Fabia that he actually ran down in Mexico. Yeah, so um, you know he 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 told me he did some testing and and it it does better with the technical stuff. So you know we're uh, I'm excited to see that we got uh, Dave uh, Wallingford, um, Seamus and Joseph. I mean I I can't even name them all. Like I'm I just I really wish that we could be doing a, a spectator event because our 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 entry stage is our super special that we ran in our, in the city park at Chillicothe. And last year it was fantastic. Even some of the co-drivers that really don't like super specials came up to me afterwards and they said, that was cool. That was actually really fun. It wasn't, uh, you know, car breaking. It wasn't overworking. It was just fun. And, and that's what, you know, we were really excited about that. And then this, you know, with COVID and, but next year we'll get it back. Well, yeah, there's six, uh, R fives entered. I know. Ah, crazy, right? <laughs> that is just freaking fantastic. And obviously, yeah, Ken Block's going to be right there among that group, I think. Um, uh, we'll see We'll see how the Subarus do it with that, too, because usually they're a little bit faster because they usually have a little bit higher gearing. But, you know, it's, it's Travis and Brandon. It's not, uh, you know, David Higgins out there. So maybe a chance for others. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean it's uh most of our roads aren't high speed roads. These they're they're pretty technical, so you're not going to see a Great. ton of high speed. And I did see some testing with Brandon. Uh I'll be honest, I'm I'm really impressed with I mean I know yeah. he's got a really nice car and a manufacturer behind him, but the the he's guy's just he's he smooth. feels it. He feels yeah. it. It's amazing. Yep. Uh, I reached out to Chris Greenhouse, which I can't I can't say he's local anymore because he moved on me. Yeah, he did. But uh, I reached out to Chris and I reached out to Hooper, uh, Michael Hooper, and I, I was kind of baiting him and saying that they were talking smack about each other. <laughs> 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 see, see how we could get the two-wheel drives to uh, to open up there. Well, see, and that's what I'm really, I think, is, I mean, there's such a deep field in each class that's going to be oh, so absolutely. much fun to watch. And But, the, man, that open two-wheel drive, though, uh ah oh man that's that's gonna be so freaking brilliant isn't it yeah i'm i i mean you have you have some pretty heavy hitters in that class and i be honest with you uh seamus has been here um you know uh hooper's i don't been think there. michael was here the first year hooper's been here i don't can't remember if he's here in 17 I, anyhow yeah i mean they have uh some experience on on chris uh wink wink um because you know chris did used to live here so he might know these roads. <laughs> Very true. Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see, uh, really how everything. I could not tell you right now um, who I even thought would be able to come out on top. And you got really Brad could. Morris has got that brand new Mitsubishi Mirage that he's going to be shaking down out there, and oh, that that's looks right. a yes. brilliant and, build. And, and and the guy's not uh, slow. No, uh, and Jeff Seahorn. I haven't seen him. Uh, he's not never been here. That's true. Uh, Seahorn, he'll be up and, there in the limited four wheel drive. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, uh, and the, the thing is, I can't, I don't want to count out some of the, you know, the local, local guys. Cause some of these guys are, you know, some of the guys have had some experience here. You know, I just don't know. I mean, you yeah. know, 
high horsepower and, and nice cars doesn't always uh, do it on the technical stuff. So That's especially at night, I'm not sure what that'll do. I don't know. Oh, and actually, I got to correct myself. I said limited four wheel drive for Jeff Seymour, but he's open four wheel drive now. That's right. Upgrades oh, to the yeah, car yeah. and how much closer he is to that uh, top end. Will he be right up there with the R5s? I, I think he very much could be because he knows how to build a car that's pretty pretty high on the performance uh, line of things. So that'll be exciting to see. Um, and then just going down through the list, you got the NA four wheel drive guys like Piakowski and uh, um, uh, Texera and G just. Man, TJ Pullen, just, again, these, these guys are going to be so much fun to watch. I am so jealous, <laughs> so jealous. Well, the the one thing that I'm, and, and one of the cars that I'm kind of, um, uh, I'm not sure about because you have Pat uh, Morrow, and he's got the Sonic with the LS, right? Yes. So he's got torque and a really good all-wheel drive system. So... Who knows what's going to happen, you know? Um, I mean, my goodness, there's just uh, – I, I, oh, I, I have to point this out because I'm really excited to see uh, Chrissy Beavis. I, I have to be honest. <laughs> I was really excited to see her uh, sign up with uh, Travis. I have not seen her in a car – I mean, she, I think she did some events last year, but I have not seen her in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple of years. Uh, good to see her back in the car. Unfortunate that Robbie couldn't make it across the pond, but uh, again, yeah, everything's a little different right now. Everybody's having challenges, but uh, yeah, very exciting with all of these entries. Um, you know, you, you got all this kind of pressure on you because you're kind of leading the way here, so to speak, with a contactless event. Uh, I mean, if everything goes well, you're kind of the benchmark, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, I mean, the... the um... Uh, NASA put on a, a, a super successful event up in um, Michigan. Um, you know, there's some things that they did that we're not allowed to do uh, because of, uh, you know, some of the local health regulations. They're not going to let us do the, you know, the, um, the awards banquet and things like that, which is total bummer. Um, Cause that's always fun too, like registration. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I think uh, I would feel really good about, um, I'll tell you what, ask me that again on Monday and I'll, I'll re-answer that. But as of right now, I think um, the way things are set up, I'm I'm really confident that it'll be a, a smooth transition. And again, if you if you don't feel comfortable being around groups of people, you're completely able to stand, um, you know, to be with your team and 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 be apart from everything. We have the fairgrounds that we're using uh, are huge. The tech's going to be a little different. The way we're doing uh, tech and, and service, everything will be able to be spread out. And since we can't really in, – in, uh, we don't want to induce a crowd gathering, we're not going to have an actual notice board. So our notice board is online. So we created a, a way to, to do inquiries and, and everything on, online, um, which took a little bit of work, I'll be honest. Um, but, you know, again, every way we can keep everybody apart as, as much as possible. So – excited about that uh you know maybe the change will be a good positive one and people will like it and uh what's the weather forecast looking like for uh this coming event man uh ask me again in five minutes and i'll tell you something different it keeps changing. really uh, yeah it was uh a couple days ago it was high 80s and and you know 20 percent chance of rain now there's a 40 percent chance of rain on on friday which i actually would really like to see because 
most of the roads are covered, so I don't, you know, I think they would stay fairly damp. They're not going to dry out too quick. Um, or even Saturday morning, if we could get like a nice little quick shower to keep the dust down. Um, but it is going to be hot, to be honest. It's going to be uh, upper 80s, low 90s. So um, that that was one of Justin's concerns was, what if we don't have enough volunteers? How do we keep it compact and how do we keep it cool for everybody? Um, so that that's how we came up with the format. <laughs> well, it looks like, you know, it, it may be just, uh, you know, a few stages run and repeat, but going into the night, uh, potential weather changes, uh, you know, the, the amount of competition that's going after all this, they're all going to be guns blazing from the get go. This is going to be a hell of an event, man. Oh man, I, I sure hope so. Like I said, it's, it's, we've put a lot of work and effort into just getting it to, you know, be a thing. And then, uh, you know, all the work to redo it. And, uh, I mean, Justin had the route map, the, he had the basic map done and the route book basically done back in, uh, uh, late February, like for the event. And I believe he had something like close to 140 miles of stages wow. and, you know, and then this came and it was like, boom, <laughs> you know, how do we make this happen? Uh, you know, so like I said, it, it's going to happen. We did have, you know, uh, we, we were hoping for the turnout that uh, 100 Acre had. Uh, that was overly exciting for, I think, everybody except for them because they were like, what the heck? <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> right. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, like I said, next year we'll we'll be back at it. Hopefully uh, COVID won't be the, the concern it is today and we can all get back to normal a normal series and a normal season. Well, Jeremiah, thank you so much for taking some time out of the busy, busy schedule you've got this week for getting this rally on. I think it's going to be super exciting. Uh, there's going to be so many stories to follow. Uh, one that I actually forgot to mention when we were talking about competitors is the uh, father-son uh, thing going on, where it's going to be father-father-son-son. That's the uh, Robert Sanders with Boyd Smith. Uh, so two dads, because their kids are Ryan Sanders and Oliver Smith. Boyd's son, Oliver, is going to be his first time co-driving um, in a... Uh, in a limited two-wheel drive car. And uh, so, so I think that's going to be fun to watch among many other competitors. This. Yeah, what's up? Mike, what do, you, what do you do about that? Do you do you, do you do it the dad thing, and do you kind of hang back and make sure that they place in front of you, or do you show them <laughs> what it's really like and place in the <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you show them how it's done. That's what you do. Okay, that's what, yeah, yeah, <laughs> of for course, sure. of course you would. <laughs> Sorry, boy. <laughs> Rallying is back. We're excited. Thank you again, Jeremiah, for taking the time. And dude, have a killer event. I'm sure it'll go really well for you, man. Yeah, uh, man, I appreciate the support, and uh, we'll keep doing what we're doing. All right, take care, and uh, we'll talk to you later after the event and uh, see how it all went down. Yes, sir. Thank you. Cheers. Goodbye. Well, welcome back to the Rallycast. I have another guest with us this week to preview the Southern Ohio Forest Rally we have with us, Marketing Media Director of the American Rally Association, Jeremy Meyer. Jeremy, welcome back to the Rallycast. Good to see you. Exciting stuff this week. Oh, my gosh. It's it's so good to be back I'm going to a race. Uh, you and I were just talking. I'm actually in the new ARA van <laughs> uh, heading to Southern Ohio now, and I'm just so excited to be back at uh, at a race venue uh it's been too long it certainly has been and you know we're looking at uh how this one's gonna run you know look at the entry list it is packed the the competition is gonna be just fantastic i mean it's i was thinking about this when you called me earlier and um like 
it's almost a disservice because of the amount of talent that's going to be there and not to be able to have spectators. I mean, it's, it's super disappointing um, just because it's going to be so such a fast rally and such a fast paced rally from start to finish. And we start late and we end in the middle of the night and these guys are going to be ripping and, you know, blocking Pastrana and Semenek and, and it sounds like uh, McKenna's bringing the Skoda out, and it's like it's just gonna be, it's gonna be uh, just insane out there. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, there's six R5s out there. I mean, it's yeah. it's gonna be pretty good competition, I think, out there. And then you look at some of the other classes, the open two wheel drives. When I'm gonna be watching pretty close, all those guys. Uh, Brad Morris got a new car. You've got yep. of course Seamus Burke, and you got uh, Chris Greenhouse is now gonna That's be up right. there, right there, competing with uh, Hooper and all the guys. I mean, it's just. It's going to be hella fun to watch that class. And, it, of course, all through the field. It's going to be just pretty epic this weekend, I think. Oh, definitely. And I, I'm glad that we have such so much talent in there, especially when you can only have 75 cars, you know. And, and you have to limit how many people can get in there. You want everybody to get in there because um, everybody's just chomping at the bit to go go to a rally, go racing, go do anything. And um, But we've been talking about it internally here and, uh, you know, you and everybody, JB and all of us, Doug and all of us have been just like, man, this is going to be so much fun just to, to watch these guys rip around in every class from start to finish. So, uh, again, I, I just, I'm like a kid at Christmas here. Well, it's going to be kind of new to you because back in the day, rallying used to go into the night. And so right. you get to see some of that uh, legacy stuff running until 2 in the morning that uh, we used to do many years ago. You excited about that? Uh, I like to sleep, so we're going to know that. No, I really am excited about that. Uh, you know, there's two hats. One, there's that marketing hat where, you know, you want to get as much footage and coverage as you possibly can running around. But um, two, just the history of the sport when everything was so Iron Man and that night, and, and because that's when you had to run, you know, you had to run when people weren't using the roads. And it just to kind of go back to those grassroots, and it'll be a little cooler, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't. I'm from northern Minnesota. I don't really don't like uh, 95 degree heat, so, so I'll, I'll take I'll take the uh, the win on the temperature as well. You know, uh, speaking of having that, uh, hold on. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, Top Gun. Like, did you get a preview of Top Gun before we started here? <laughs> like, you and Tom Cruise are close, or what, Michael? Ah, uh, it's one of my favorite classic films. That's so bad, it's <laughs> awesome. I can't help but. Uh... <laughs> Have that one on. You know, no, I'm going to be in the car for two more hours. Going to sing that song the entire time. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in your head. That's right. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, to that end, you know, you were talking about uh, media coverage and whatnot. I know I'm not going to be there, but uh, what is uh, yep. ARA's plan now? With obviously things changing so much, um, I know you've been busier than probably a one-armed juggler with a bad itch. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's still it's tough to promote an event that you can't have people at. So I know we haven't heard a lot from us over the last few um, weeks regarding Southern Ohio. And part of that's a little bit by design because I don't want to say we want to run under the radar, but we want to run under the radar a little bit um, because we want the, we want it to go off. And, uh, but what we're going to try to do here, uh, unfortunately we just found out that Tiffany can't even make it this weekend as well. So like, that's how you and I got hooked up. We're like, yeah, Mike, get on a plane. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't want you to a mask over your face for four hours either, but um it's, it's really just going to be content it's we got videographers out there we got photographers out there you know we're going to push as much content as we can uh, there was a test day today uh we had a photographer down there and a video guy down there so we got a bunch of content over the next couple of days that we'll, we'll bring out um we're going to try to go as live from 
service prior to everybody leaving and still be able to get out on the, on the first couple of stages before it starts getting dark so we can get some really good content and start feeding kind of through the night. Um, we are going to go live with the podium. Uh, it, it's going to be a truncated social distance podium. Um, but we want to make sure that they get recognized and get their awards. And then we'll, we'll re-air that in the morning to, you know, you diehards that can't, can't make it past midnight anymore. You know, when you get 45, midnight's a pipe dream. But uh, uh, so we'll re-air that in the morning uh, with all the results, uh, social media, uh, a lot of YouTube stuff. Really check out our YouTube page. And then we're actually going to work uh, on a full recap show. We'll have a recap coming out on Sunday at some point. Uh, but Monday or Tuesday, um, depending on time and travel, uh, we're going to have a very extended uh, look at the entire rally. You know, it's it's not a traditional show like, uh, you know, half hour bookend, but, you know, it'll be 12, 15 minutes, and we're going to cover a lot of things. We're going to cover those guys uh, that we talked about, the Mastranas, the Seminuk, you know, the, the new red, the new Subaru team, um, you know, blocks foray into it. we got to talk about McKenna and, and his ride, the points championships, uh, all the R5s that are out there. I mean, how excited, like you said, that's so exciting to see. Um, that class get built up so um, and then just just cover everybody that we can and and showcase southern ohio and the fact that rally is still going on so um check out you know we'll put it on youtube um right now we're looking at monday night um i gotta get a final time but we will we will publish that uh we'll get that to you guys and we'll publish that uh, on our facebook and on the homepage as well excellent uh i guess one last thing i wanted to just touch on real quick is you know obviously everybody's trying yeah, to be extra careful What's yeah, that? Mike, I, still love, I still love you. Oh, you know what? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, one thing I wanted to touch on is, and we talked about a little bit with Jeremiah, was uh, you know trying to do more contactless stuff with an event like this. And uh, I know ARA has come up with a lot of new you know kind of regulations to try and uh, and try and solve that problem. He gave us a little bit of the description, but this is kind of your your, your litmus test here of how it can work for the rest of the events of the season, right? Right, and. and- we're going to learn as much as everybody else. You know, we have the benefit that USAC's been doing a lot of this stuff already. Um, we just got back from an off-road race that, that did a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, it, it's really, obviously no fans on stage and, and really limiting uh, people who can move around and volunteers and contact. Um, even getting in, you know, you have to sign a COVID waiver. Everything's wireless right now. So if you don't have it printed or on your phone, you got to scan it and, can't even get into service we want everybody to social distance stay with their teams um if you do have to go out and about and talk to people you know you got to wear a mask uh it, it just kind of take your be conscious be responsible of what you're doing around that event you know we'll have a lot of hand sanitizer there we're you know we're not doing the temperatures um just because we're not <laughs> um one it's a it's logistical and you got to be careful when you start doing those things but uh um but we're asking if you know if you're sick, stay home. Don't come out. Um, you know, even if it's a crew member or a racer or whatever. You know, I, I know Karen Jankowski is sick, but she's she does not have COVID, but she's been sick and she has to stay home this weekend. Exactly. So I think I think that she's a good example of the personal responsibility that we're asking people to take uh, regarding this. So, um, you know, and then it's when you do a podium, it's going to be a social distance podium. It's going to be. Um, you know, when we hand stuff off to media and drivers and packets, it's, you know, it's going to be, going to be contactless. You know, we're going to, we're going to try to rely on, um, the electronic scoring more than the timesheets. Uh, just so make sure everybody downloads the app and keeps track of what's going on. It, exactly. And, and it, it's a good test run as we continue to, um, 
update and evolve with easy track you know we have an easy track 2.0 that we've been working extremely hard over the last several months um with easy track that is going to you know i know the rallies they've got thrown around a lot in the last year and some other programs that have got thrown around but the guys at easy track have really stepped up and i think we have a very good partnership moving forward um that's going to bring a lot of elements that i know a lot of people at west lake um you know guys who race in canada they use uh rally safe a lot um i'm sorry yeah rally safe a lot and uh but we we are committed to easy track and making it work as a timing and scoring and a safety mechanism and uh so we're really excited that these next like these next events not are just how we get the procedures done but also um how we get into 2021 uh and become more modern uh when it comes to timing and scoring well, that sounds really exciting, and uh, good luck this weekend. It's it, it's going to be a barn burner of an event. I I'm so excited to see uh, see all the talent out there and uh, see what kind of coverage you guys can bring us. Um, obviously, Southern Ohio is doing there also a bunch of social media and stuff, so there'll be a bevy of it out there to be able to consume. And uh, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, you know, and we got some big names out there. You know, uh, Launch Launch Control will be out there. You know, the whole Subaru team. Um, doing their thing not the guys from canada unfortunately we're going to miss those guys as well but um you know hoonigan racing's got a full video crew out there you know several magazines are out there um so um it's we we've had a lot of good buzz over the last couple weeks about rally because it has an opportunity we are racing and people are noticing that which is giving good exposure to the sport because they want they want to know how we're doing in the middle of a uh, pandemic but uh, also, it's like, oh, this is pretty cool racing. So um, we're getting pretty lucky on some of the things that have been going on uh, behind the scenes over the last several months. And hey, let's get Southern Ohio. Let's go to Ojibwe and uh, let's let's uh, let's make twenty twenty ours here. Sounds really good. Well, again, good and luck, we'll miss you too, Mike. Mike, we'll miss you too. Well, I'll see you at one of the other ones, I'm sure. All right, buddy. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. I'd like to again thank our guests, and as I said, it is spectator-free, so you can't actually go to the event, but uh, there's all kinds of social media outlets to make sure you follow everything. So again, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, Southern Ohio Forest Rally is going to be all over that, so is ARA. Uh, Make sure you also subscribe to the ARA YouTube channel, because that'll be interesting. I'm really excited to see how that recap video turns out. That'll be, uh, you know, after the event, but uh, there's some live streaming they'll probably be doing for the uh, podium and stuff from that. So make sure you subscribe to that channel if you haven't already. And then critical probably for this event is make sure you have the ARA Rally app on your iPhone or your Android device, uh, the, that should be a good way to see the timing and scoring. Uh, I'm really interested to see how well this new generation of trackers works as a primary timing source. Uh, I've heard good things. It's the first time kind of using them, though, in that way. So keep in mind, there might be a few bugs as everybody gets used to them. But I, I think that's really exciting for uh, things going forward. Anyway, hashtags for the event will be hashtag SOFR2020 and ARA Rally, as well as just hashtag SOFR. Uh, thank you for listening to everyone to the Open Paddock Rallycast presented by Oz Rally Pro. And remember, if you like what we're doing, please subscribe and give us a good rating on iTunes or whatever plat- platform you listen to us on. I'm your host, Mike Shaw. Stay healthy and stay safe, and I'll see you online this weekend. <laughs>